Game one of the ALDS between the Indians and the Red Sox. One final postseason for David Ortiz. His former skipper says, hello, old friend. They are ready to rock and roll in Cleveland, but so too was Red Sox rookie Andrew Benintendi. It's his first career postseason at bat in the top of the third. Working quickly, and that one is leaving quickly. Over the wall in right center field, and Benintendi has given the Red Sox back the lead. You can't even relaxed on the ninth hitter. Yeah, no nerves right there. He just walks up there calmly and hits a home run. Perez getting the start. He was held to 61 games and only hit 183. Swung on, hit high, deep to right. Betts is back. Track near the wall. Goal! Roberto Perez goes apo. Solo home runs by the number nine hitters on both sides. Now here's Jason Kipnis. The wind in the 0-1. Swung on, hit high, deep to right center. There she goes. Three to two tribe. A no doubt about it. Blast to right center by Jason Kipnis. Here's Frankie Lindor, switch hitter batting left-handed. Swung on, hit high, hit deep to right. Bats at the wall, leaps, it is gone. Back to back jacks. Three home runs in the inning. The home run derby has broken out here at the bottom of the third in Cleveland. A mob scene in the Indians' third base dugout. Miller time already, and Miller has issued a rare walk, and now it's runners at first and second with two down. Here's the 2-2. Swing and a miss, strike three. Got him with the slider. Santana at the plate. In the air to left field, Benintendi took a step in, now goes back and makes the play. And look at Perez, he's going to tag. Here's the throw to second. He is in there. Bold base running to get a runner into scoring position. Drew Pomerantz comes on the Indians' former first-round draft pick. Here's the 1-0. Swung on, line drive, base hit center field. Headed to third, being waved around is Perez. Here comes the throw, and he scores standing up. And the Indians are up 5-3. Top of the eighth. They trail the Indians 5-3. In the air to right, pretty well hit. Keep your eye on it. Back to the track, to the wall, and it's gone. Brock Holt with a solo homer to lead off the eighth. And it's a one-run game. It's really warm here right now. The ball generally carries well when it's warm. So with one out and a run in in the eighth, Brian Shaw departs. Cody Allen coming on to try to get a five-out save. Tying run now at third. It's Marco Hernandez and Xander Bogarts at the plate. Check swing. He went around. Strike three. Got him on a curveball. And Cody Allen rises to the challenge. Well, here we go, folks. Bottom third of the Red Sox lineup. Bradley strikes out for out number one. Indians trying to hold serves. Strike three, ball gets away, but not far enough. Perez going to run him down and lay the tag. The heck with the toss to first. Benintendi with a two-out single, and now Dustin Pedroia gets to bat. And about the last guy, Terry Francona, wanted to see bat this inning. Check swing, pitch in the dirt, appeal at first, throw by Perez to first. It's a strikeout! It's a ball game! Pedroia screaming at first base up Phil Cousy. A curveball in the dirt. And a look at the replay. He definitely went around. And the Indians have won game one in the division series.
The Indians hang on to beat the Red Sox 5-4 to take a 1-0 series lead in the ALDS. The clubs combined to hit six home runs, all solo shots. That ties the ALDS record. Both Cody Allen and Andrew Miller record 40 pitches apiece, each season highs, as Allen records the second five-out save of his career and first in the postseason. Game two takes place on Friday. David Price for Boston, Corey Kluber for Cleveland. So the Red Sox drop game one, but they are confident this series is far from over. It's on David Price's shoulders to step up big for the Red Sox in game two. It'll be David Price versus Corey Kluber in game two of the ALDS between the Indians and the Red Sox as the Indians seek a 2-0 series lead. Matt Wehmeyer alongside Jack Morrison. Jack, the postseason struggles of David Price have been well documented in his career in the postseason, 2-7, ERA over 5. As for Corey Kluber, he has not made a start since the 26th of September. He's been a little bit banged up. What do you expect out of each guy? Well, all the big guys are pitching tomorrow, it seems like, throughout all of baseball. Price is the guy that they spent the big money on, gave him the big contract to lure into Boston just to pitch these kind of games. It's a must-win for Boston, and Price has to win maybe uh, the, his biggest game, even though we said that last year and the couple times before that. David Price needs to have a good game. Corey Kluber hasn't pitched in a while. The real question is how healthy is he? He's talked to Terry Francona, and Francona would love to have him go out and be the kind of guy that he's been. He's a former Cy Young Award winner, just like David Price, two of the best in the business going head-to-head -to -head tomorrow. And Jack, with all due respect to Rick Porcello and Trevor Bauer, the Game 1 starters in this series, uh, this is the marquee pitching matchup that everybody's looking forward to. Yeah, the two big-name uh, players are pitching against each other, both Cy Young Award winners. And uh, if they're on top of the game, we're going to see a classic, just like we did with Syndergaard and Bumgardner in the wildcard game in the National League. So it's something to look forward to. I think both guys are prepared mentally. I know that for a fact. It's just a matter of whether they can go out and execute the way everybody expects them to. Here's Red Sox manager John Farrell on what went right in game one and on what went not so right. Well, it was a combination of pitches up in the strike zone and a night where this ballpark played extremely small. Uh, warm weather, the ball was carrying a lot, uh, but uh, still uncharacteristic for uh, for Rick to, to be up in the strike zone as much as he was. I think you know we were probably about the sixth or seventh inning where there were two outs made on the ground. So uh, we were up in the strike zone, and they, and they made us pay for it. John, how big a play was that in the fifth when they tagged up on the fly ball left field there? Yeah, you know, Pete, in, in one-run games, 90 feet are, are going to be uh, pivotal moments. Uh, so, you know, with Perez tagging up, a heads-up play on his part where, you know, the deep fly ball carried Benintendi back to the track. Um, I can't say that he was surprised by it, but, uh, you know, ideally you'd like to see a guy get back and then work through uh, the catch. So uh, that, in addition to a, a dirt ball that I think Marco – his read at second base where we've got a chance to advance 90 feet was directly back at him. So that was a tough read on his part. So you, you thought Andrew could have made, made that play a little quicker? Well, uh, you know, the way it turns out, uh, you'd ideally like to see him get back and work through the ball uh, to give him some momentum to throw. So uh, in the end, it cost us 90 feet. What was your view uh, the final out with Pedroia? It was a check swing on a ball in the dirt. Um, you know, at real time, it's a borderline call. I think after you get a chance to look at video, uh, he swung. John, you guys were such a good offensive team during your 14 strikeouts tonight. Was it a matter of them having you well scouted or your guys being a little aggressive? Or Well, we expanded the strike zone, both up with some fastballs and below the strike zone with some, with some hard, biting breaking balls. So, uh, you know, credit to where, where it's due. Uh, they, they threw very good stuff. Uh, their best guys at us uh, with power fastballs and, and 
very sharp finishing type breaking ball. So, uh, yeah, they, they expanded the strike zone uh, and we offered. Andrew Benintendi became the youngest player in Red Sox history to hit a postseason home run, but the Red Sox youngster only wishes it came at a winning cause. I went up there with an approach and um, looking for you know certain pitches and um, you know I got him and I hit him. That was cool. I mean I got a bunch of family here, so I'm glad they could see that. And um, but you know the goal was to get the win and we didn't, so uh, we'll just focus on tomorrow. This game's over with, and you know all we can do is worry about tomorrow. And um, you know it's a big game, and uh, you know hopefully we can pull out a win and get back to Boston. After leading off the game with a double, Dustin Pedroia then struck out three times for the first time in his postseason career. Obviously frustrated in the situation, you know, you're trying to trying to continue the game. Um, you know, I, I went on that one. Uh, so you know, obviously your first reactions, you're mad. So you know, I'll apologize to uh, to Phil tomorrow for for yelling at him. But um, you, know, you got to beat us three times to to, to keep going. So. Uh, you know, we'll get after it tomorrow. Rick Porcello may very well win the 2016 AL Cy Young Award, but his performance in Thursday's game one is one the right-hander would rather forget. Kind of a 3-2 count against Perez. Uh, didn't want to walk him. Came after him with a fastball. Hit it out of the ballpark. I mean, situation with Kibnis was just a, a bad pitch. It was elevated up in the zone. Gave him a good pitch to handle after no one count. You know, change up to Lindor. I mean, I've thrown that pitch a lot this year. Haven't really got hurt by it. Got hurt by it there, so I threw the pitches that I thought were going to be the best pitches to throw. Uh, you know, and they hit three balls out of the ballpark.